Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sara Troy, and my guest today is Christopher Macklin. We're going to be talking about that divine energy today, that wonderful source that heals us, that moves us forward, that gives us purpose, that shows us direction, and all those things that you think you can't touch, you immerse right into your heart, soul, and spirit. Christopher, at one point, was living out of his car. He had invested in some property, and uh, I guess it went south. And I call this the cosmic two-by-four, when the universe comes along and says, this is not your path for us. I kept trying to shift you to the left and to the right, and you didn't pay attention. Well, here you are now, living out of your car, penniless, not sure where to go. Give yourself up to me, and I will show you. And he did. And he's taken a very divine path ever since, and, uh, and is a healer now, a medium, a channeler, um, so much more. I don't want to just go through the whole bio here. I want to actually talk to him and find out about this beautiful journey in stepping into being. Welcome to the show, Christopher. Oh, thanks, Sarah, for having me on. Bless your heart. So kind of. Uh, we, we get little uh, tips along the way that the path that we're on isn't the path we're meant to be on. And, you know, in your bio, you know, you said that you were very... Um, spiritual child but then you lived life by what i call expectation because right, uh, yeah, i was a very true. spiritual child myself but you couldn't talk that to anybody you know that means that you were wacko <laughs> right yeah. and, wacko at the age of four yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean wacko. i played with dead people and it's like uh, oh god who's she yeah, you know <laughs> oh, well, there's, a, there's, a, there's a there's a craft in the sky dad oh well, yeah. you're just you're just you're wacko, <laughs> exactly exactly people weren't ready for us so we no. kind of took the traditional road um and did our thing, you know, for me, got married, had three kids, all of that type of thing. But always kind of feeling empty inside and that I, I was not being true to myself. And, you know, from reading what you have here, and please people go to the posting and read it. Um, I, can, I can feel this was your journey as well. But it, it took, as I said, you to lose everything. Living out of your car, on the street there, not knowing where the next meal was coming from, never mind the next journey. Uh, for you to kind of say, okay. All right, guide me, I'm yours. Absolutely. Well, I think I, I always remember you in the middle of Manchester, you know, because at the age of four, I was obviously gifted, went into the corporate world and, you know, then started building apartments in Manchester. Um, and then they crashed. And I remember the bank phone said, well, these apartments that were worth £220,000, they're now worth about ninety. So we want our money back. You've got 14 days to pay it back. And it was oh millions and millions of pounds. I said, "Well, uh, I've got ten pounds. Will that help?" They didn't seem they didn't seem to think it was funny, but but it's interesting because once these things happen, once you know you're going completely bankrupt, everything's um, everything's disappearing. It actually is a massive relief because yeah. you don't worry about money then because there is none, but you haven't got any debt, you know. So went bankrupt, sitting in the middle of Manchester in an apartment that someone let me borrow for four weeks. 
Uh, they're all, you know, and I had two Tesco's bags over here. It's called Walmart, but you know, yeah. I don't know what it's called. Uh, so, but two two bags with a bit of stuff in it, you know. And this is 21 years of the world. Okay, God, this is not funny, you know. <laughs> it only a, it's the right time. What do you mean it's the right time? You, know, and you don't get it for a bit. You'll see, yeah. you know. And sure enough, the journey was absolutely incredible. Went to Belize, went to India, all over the place. I know I could do healing, but I think without all the stuff and without all the stress and everything else, mm. you can really take a step back, get back into your, you know, uh, your sacred sovereign self mm. and start really understanding. And I spent four years really in meditation understanding how this gift works. It's not just giving people a bit of energy. You've got to understand cause and effect. Mm-hmm. And that, for example, cancer. What causes cancer? Well, doctors say, well, the tumor's cancer. You know, that is the cause. Well, it's not. It's a symptom of my body's off balance and it's yes. screaming. You need to do something about it. Yes. You know, primary cause of cancer and emotion, secondary cause, pathogen, mm-hmm. you know, viral infection, we take the cell. So, so if you get rid of those two things and fry the tumor, it's gone forever. You know, of mm-hmm. course, what, what they do, and again, meant to say i'm not a doctor go consult your doctor or not i didn't say or not <laughs> actually i, I work with some really good doctors bless them and they're absolutely amazing so but the third dimension worth teaches well let's poison the heck out of yes. it with a little bit of chemo and let's fry it with uh with radiation and now they've got a new idea well let's inject you with some live viruses and see how we do with that you know but if you think about it, the autoimmune's messed up as it is. Right. If you inject a live virus, <laughs> it can't go with that either. So why are you doing that? You know, and I always say common sense prevails. Just think about it, you know. But anyway, look at cause. It doesn't effect. always <laughs> prevail, dear. Well, no, it doesn't. It does in my mind, but not in everyone else's. No, no. <laughs> I'm learning that bit by bit. <laughs> so, you know, they show me like leukemia. I, I, I get epiphanies all the time and one of the things I really concentrate on is Morgellons, uh, Lyme, HIV, and Agent Orange, all manufactured diseases. Mm. It's part of this COVID-19. You know, there's proteins of uh, HIV in the stuff, and, and, you know, there's a whole slew of stuff going on. I'm fed up of talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, coronavirus, COVID-19, they're completely different. You know, one's a flu. The other one's a weaponized system. But, mm-hmm. but, but the thing is, I produced a book about manufactured diseases because I think they're the things that are really, really affecting people. And call it Alzheimer's, causing Parkinson's, you know, neurological damage from neurotoxins. And uh, there is no cure out there. We found a new protocol, uh, and I was so excited about that, that strips the stuff out of the body between 40 and 60 days. So uh, we started on work on that last uh, seven months ago, and it's having profound effects on people. So, you know, you, you never, I think once you've let go of all the stuff, you know, the meditations, the understanding, it's no use just saying, oh, well, I've got a gift. Let's do someone else's modality. Let's do theta healing or something else. Uh-huh. That's someone else's perception of maybe some of their gift, but not the whole thing. Right. My opinion is get in contact with your Stasi family, talk to them on a daily basis for a while and start, you know, understanding, okay, if my gift's painting, what exactly is it? Or, you know, everyone's got a gift. You know, people can produce uh-huh. paintings. I can't. You know, if I produced a painting and went to a galley, I'd say, get out and don't come back. <laughs> this is dreadful. <laughs> but everyone's got a gift and paintings are even healing. You know, people put energy into them. You look at that. Wow. You know, what a beautiful work of art it is. And it brings people joy. So there's many forms of gifts. You know, you don't just have to be a healer. You could be a healer in different modalities. Even Absolutely. A chef, you know, yes. can produce beautiful food. Oh, my goodness. The taste of that food, that brings joy and mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing. Yeah. You know, uh, um, I believe that people, if this network is called self-discovery. So yeah, I believe that in our self-discovery of who we are and what we're here to do, 
we discover our instrument if we're willing to go through the process of life and life is a process and sometimes you do have to have that you know cosmic two by four to bottom you out and say look all of this is not necessary let's start again you know from seed so to speak and you discover what instrument you are in life and you learn to play it and then you seek your orchestra in which to play it in and that music exactly. resonates out and invites other people but we are so conditioned to um play somebody else's instrument uh, you yeah. know by, by somebody else's expectation that what happens is that we get um dis-ease in everything that we do which throws us out of balance which creates diseases yeah, and when the body is out of balance and it's in flux because you're going against your grain you're going against your purpose you're going against the very reason you are here your yeah. body will retaliate and it will come at you in whatever ways until you go okay i surrender show yeah. me my path and at some point, everybody has to do that in their lives. And they think, no, no, I have to be in control. You have control <laughs> when you let go of control, right? Absolutely. The control is in choices. I surrender. I choose to be vulnerable. I choose to allow. It's the greatest yeah, gift you can give yourself. Well, surrender. People say, what do you mean by surrender? You're absolutely mm. right. But it, but it goes in all factions. You know, even money for the ministry, running it, you know, surrender to everything. Just, you know, I, I always teach people as well, I think it's so important. If you're going to go on a spiritual business, you know, this is not a small business. It's got 10 staff. We've got subcontract. We've got this, that. I, I think, you know, what are my biggest things? Can I do IT? Well, yeah, I was trained in it. You know, can I do, you know, fix things up? Yeah. Can I do a bit of work on that? Yeah. But do I want to do it? No. Uh -huh. um, you know, and what I, what I learned a long time ago is, you know, with a spiritual business, don't do the things that kind of frustrate you. Like, you know, I could sit and mess with the computer for four hours, trying to get Microsoft Windows to connect to blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. I don't want to do it, you know. Pay the IT guy because he's been doing it for everyone else. Oh, yeah, I came across this last week, and let's fix it, and he's done. Yes. So, you know, it's, it's, it's his so language. Important. It's his purpose. <laughs> exactly. Move the yeah. money out to him. You know, the yeah. accountants, I can't stand. Can't stand accounts, you know. Don't want to. Mm -hmm count pennies or dollars and things in my bank account give it to the accountant they do it yes. <laughs> and online. yeah move the money out you know people say, oh no i've got to do it myself because i can't afford well you've just told god you're just about to write your check but can't afford okay <laughs> you know yeah. we'll rip it up i yeah. think it's so important with the spiritual business people say, oh, it's all right for you you know but it hasn't been all right for me i always remember one of the biggest things is when i first started this ministry build it they'll come mm-hmm uh, where are you? <laughs> they didn't come. Well, that didn't happen. And I got this old one thing. It's all in here. Get out there. Oh, okay. So as soon as we start going out, things start happening. But I remember one of the biggest things we bought when we first started is a thousand dollar projector because you do an expose, you want to put things on the screen. And, and so there's a thousand dollars in the bank. Uh, do I spend it all? What should I do? Oh, hang on. I'm being like, let's just do it. So bought it. Do you know, within three days, Sarah, that money was back in the account. Mm -hmm. I thought, thank you, God. And what I did is do, did a deal with God. I said, look, this is your ministry. This is your yes. healing. I'm a key instrument. And one thing, you know, people always say, there's nothing to do with me. It's all God. Well, it is something to do with you because you're the conductor. Yes. You know, if you yes. actually say it's nothing to do with me, what you're doing is putting down your gifts and say, oh, the power of nonsense, it's all God. It's not because if I don't sit here for 12 hours a day doing healing sessions, nothing happens. So, right. You know, my... You're the conduit. 
Exactly. You know, my perception is you're a conductor of the orchestra. Yeah. So you've mm -hmm. got to be present. You know, you're part of the healing. And thank you, God, for the beautiful gift you gave me. You know, I think it's a much better um, kind of energy around it than nothing to do with me. It's all God and, you know. Well, I, you know, I feel when people do that, they're abstaining. You know, I, I, I'm not going to make the choice. I'll give it up to God. Well, that's making a choice. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and it's like, why don't you choose instead to surrender in openness in order to receive? That is a different choice than just giving it up. And then you go about it. God, let me know when you're done. Yeah, that's right. You know, nothing to do with me. Right. But I think yeah. also, you know, it's important to find your passion. I find so many mm. people lost. Well, what is my passion? What's my gift? Well, there's got to be something that you absolutely love, you know, because this is not work for me. It's a way of life, you know. Oh, yes. Um, I 100% you know, when, when agree healing, with you there. You know, I get calls, you know, things happen at nights. We speak to people, you know, things are happening all the time. But, you know, if you actually look at the hours I spend on this ministry, it's probably 80 hours a week. But, mm -hmm. but you know, healings, I do four days a week, 12 hours a day. It's enough. And then after that, we do ceremonies, we do this and that, you know. But I think, I think if you find your passion, you're excited about it. I, I see people, that, well, I want to be a healer, but I only want to do like four hours a day or <laughs> I want to do one day a week. No, it doesn't work like that. You either surrender and do it, you know, and like you said, completely surrender. Like, give everything, let everything go and just allow, you know, and uh, yeah. it, it floods in. But, yeah. you know, you've got to show up, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, what, what do you do for fun? My work is fun. Or exactly, yeah. My purpose is my work. <laughs> well, um, how do you separate yourself? I don't. <laughs> I am no, my work. I am who I am here, everywhere. And everything that I do is who I am. And who I am is everything that I do. Exactly. It's a way of life. You know? Yes. I remember someone saying, are you really married to the ministry? Uh, I'm not married to it. It's, it's, it's me. It's part of me. Yes. You know? It's what it's you're doing. Yes. You know, so you're not married to it. You are it, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so there's exactly. no separation. You can't separate, I don't think, you know, spiritual uh, gifts from, you know, uh, like a business. It, it's either you, you are it or you're not. You know, if you're not, then you're not going to do so well. Right. Because you, there's a complete detachment. I mean, I'll admit, I'll do, I'll do, quote, my nine to five actually on the computer and the work that I do. But who I am here and who I am elsewhere is exactly the same person. And, oh, yeah. and it's, you know, the thing is, it's, it's, we're not for everybody, you know, no. and even if you have healed someone, it's still a little bit too far out there for them to kind of say, well, you know, I could open up and I could surrender and I could go into my gift as well. You know, it's that it was your gift to heal them, but they don't realize it's now their gift to keep themselves healed. Yeah, keep and, going. Yeah, and there's a detachment there, isn't it? There's still a lot of doctor give me the medicine or heal me, and now I'm healed, I'm fine, without taking the onus and the responsibility to maintain that within themselves. Yeah, one of the biggest things I hear a lot, actually, which, which disappoints me, is oh, I've come from a, I've come here and I've got a contract with God, that's why this is happening, or that's happening. Mm -hmm. No. The Akashic Records give you infinite timeline. So mm -hmm. there is no contract with God. You're born here. There is no karma. And again, this is by opinion, but, you know, people may think differently. But you're born here. You know, when you die, you have life, life review. Uh, depending on whether you started or not, you have a life review. You feel everyone's emotion. You come back. You want to do it again. And, you know, you come back this time. And, you know, the veil's closed off. Uh, and off you go. You do it again. There is no karma as a baby. But... There is bleed through from that past life yes. because the veil's thin and things. 
But I think yes. I think one of the important things is there's no contract either. You can do what you like. You know, you, you can either go on God's timeline, you can work for corporate, you can you can go rob a bank, go to jail, whatever you want. You know, is 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 up to you. But you have to take responsibility for what you're doing. You know. And, and, and to contract... understand uh, um, that it's a fight against yourself if you're not going in the flow of what you're here to do. Absolutely, right? you know, yeah. um, You know that we won't just have ancestral DNA of, of our families, of our bloodlines. You know, we have the, the DNA of past lives as well. And sometimes there may be unfinished business in a past life that you've got to come and complete here. Mm. And, uh, and sometimes we just go, I just don't know. It just does I don't know why this is resonating with me or I don't know why this is attached to me. And it's like, stop running away from it and face it, deal it, yeah, face deal with it, it. Do it, transmute it, and then let's move on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because energy is all about flow, isn't it? You know, cheap, oh, yeah. it, it's, you know, for me, trees, breeze and water are extremely important because they're always in movement. And I have to be around things that are always in movement. And that doesn't mean it's always moving forward. It could be moving backwards. It could be twirling around. But the whole point, it's in movement. Our blood, our oxygen in our body, everything about us is in movement. And I think when we get stuck is when we become stagnant. Oh, yeah. Everything kind of ferments and starts backfiring on us. And I think also as a starseed, because you want the passion and because, you know, you want things to happen and you get excited by things, when things become stagnant, it becomes kind of what's going on. It's boring, yes. you know. Like yes. working in, you know, I worked in, you know, corporate in the past, and I used to look at the corporate system. Is this it? You know, there's got to be more than this, you know. And, and this is Philips Consumer Electronics. This is Marconi. This is huge companies. And I thought there's got to be more than this. And just, you know, and I knew there was. It's just I think you get into this uh, place where you just want a paycheck and, you know, mm -hmm. you're doing the things and then, like you say, suddenly God will poke you a little bit. Well, I think you need to move. Oh, no, you didn't. Let's try once more. No. Okay. Right. Here's the two bubble. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then life flows. Up. Oh, my goodness. What's going on? And what a blessing. You know, it taught me. I remember, you know, that, that thing being back, going back to the middle of Manchester, sitting in the apartment. I had a Bentley, you know, and it was sitting in the car lot. Uh, I owed like hundreds of thousands of pounds on it. And I didn't, couldn't put gas in, and I was so embarrassed. Why the heck did I buy this ridiculous car? Mm -hmm. But at the time, you just don't see it. You know, now I'd never buy one because I don't need one. You know, I just right. need a car to get around, and yeah. I feel blessed by everything, even just food. And people say, "Well, yeah, I need so much more." But do you have food? Yeah. Well, I've been in my life where I haven't. Yes. And let me tell yes. you, there's a lot of people who yes. haven't, and it's such a big thing just having food in your mouth and a roof over your head. I think the the big word that comes to mind here is that you step into gratitude yeah and is, and know. the little things mean so much more and we before we've been conditioned to chase the big things the big things yeah. will make you happy that bentley will make you happy being a ceo of this company being popular or the most likes on instagram will make you happy and people <laughs> are realizing that all it is is a burden it's it a is, burden yeah. to be popular. It's a burden to carry all of this. It's a burden to kind of work 20, 80 hours a week in order to maintain the Bentley that you haven't got time to drive. And when you actually step into gratitude for, <laughs> for the natural things in life, the roof over the head, the food in your stomach, good people around you and a purpose, and then actually you really understand where the enrichment and the abundance lies. No, it does. And I think you get back to your sovereign self. You know? Yeah. I've come across a lot of people who follow gurus and, you know, they take a load of money off them and things like this. And I said, look, you don't need a guru, you know. Well, they were teaching, look, 
your guru's within you. You know, everyone's a guru. It's all within here. You just got to listen to it, and you know, you got to get downloads. And it takes time. And I think people don't want to spend time sometimes no. on meditation. Yeah. Six hour days, you know, sometimes, you know, just meditate. And it's not like you got to listen to this and do mantras. Just let your mind go and allow them to speak to you, you know, and have the solitude time. And people don't don't spend it. And it's it's sad because one thing I've learned with the Makuza that being is I was born in Makuza that being. One thing I've learned by them is when I first started meditating, uh, nothing happened. Okay, so let, let's try the next day. Nothing happened. Try for a month. Nothing happened. Okay, well, I'll keep doing it, you know, because you guys are going to show up eventually, and, and they do test you, you know. Yes. They always test you. They're Where's not going to waste their time. Yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you completely committed? Yes. And then suddenly one day, pff, things mm-hmm. took off at wow, <laughs> downloads, and it was all mad. You know, yes. Thought, it was brilliant. But before that, and, well, nothing's happening, you know, and I could have easily said, now we're done. But I knew, you know, they were testing me. Well, you know what, you guys, you can test me all you want, but if it takes me 10 years, we're going to do it. And, and I did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's much the same with the work I'm doing here. It's eight years of podcasting, seven years of my own network. And, you know, initially I, I worked with another network and I was 13 months and it was live shows. And with live shows, you have live problems. And, you know, it's sometimes people wouldn't turn up or they get dropped or I get dropped or this happens or that happens, you know, and it's, you go with the flow. And it's been a wonderful training ground. But it also, for me, when I first started doing podcasting, it was like, well, what is this? I hadn't even heard of it before. (laughs) And now here I am doing it. And then I realized sharing those stories from people who are the solution to other people's problems by the sheer fact that they have gone through the process of life and learned these skills and these tools that they're now willing to share with you is a gift, is a total gift. And then oh, it, it didn't is, yeah. matter how difficult it was, I knew I had to do it. And that was yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember speaking to someone um, a while back and uh, they hosted something and the person said, um, you know, why do humanity... There was a bit of frustration. Like, why, why should we bother waking up humanity? What's the point? You know, because they're not listening. Well, and, you know, my answer was, well, you know, your gift is just getting out there and allowing. And, you know, if you wake up two people out of the whole humanity, you've done a great job. If you wake up a thousand, five, yes. who knows, you know. Yes. But, but it doesn't matter. All you have to do is just keep doing it and chipping away at it because it's but, not your yeah. deal. No, it's a domino effect, a ripple effect, isn't it? Because you don't know how powerful the next person is going to be and how many skittles they'll knock down. And that's the whole thing. I mean, you know, look at the movement right now that we're seeing in America. You know, uh, black lives have mattered for a long time, but it never kind of caught on. And it took one person horrifically to die for the movement to say, that's the camel that broke the back and this is what we're doing. And now because everyone came together, even in a time of COVID, putting their lives on the line and, and saying, okay, we're not going to take this anymore. And that's, I think, a lot to do with, with our own lives. We keep pushing, we keep pushing, we keep pushing. And then something happens that says no more, no yeah, more absolutely. time absolutely. for change. And it's, don't back away from that. Go with that. And I think it's time to get rid of the separation. I mean, you know, yes. there's so many factions, for example, of Christianity. We live in a, you know, a very Bible Belt place. And, you know, I remember going to, um, it was just a number of years ago now, going to the gas station here. I'm going to say petrol station, but it's gas station. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've still got a bit of British left. Oh, yeah, so. I have a lot of British still in me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I went to the gas station, and I remember getting on my truck, and uh, this uh, African lady, you know, black African lady, you know, opened the door for her, said, oh, good morning. And she said, oh, 
good morning, you know. I said, why are you so startled? And anyway, I went in and uh, I forgot my wallet. So I said, oh, service lady, I'll be back. You know, I've just left my wallet. So I went and got my wallet, came back in, and I put a coffee down on the thing. She goes, I'm going to buy you that coffee, sir. So why would you want to buy me a coffee? And she goes, <clears throat> do you know what? She said, you're the first person who has acknowledged my existence in Granson for three months. Wow. No one will speak to me. Wow. And I thought, wow. And the whole place was full. And I got kind of, wasn't angry. I was just kind of going to tell him. I said, and for all you Christians, why don't you follow Jesus' teachings about unconditional love? I said, this is absolutely not okay. I was, I was being kind. <laughs> not okay. I wasn't going to say something with BS. I was going to say not okay. <laughs> so I, said I them, probably wouldn't have said the BS. <laughs> <laughs> get back to your church and get back the love in your heart. This yeah. lady deserves as much respect as any of you guys in here. And they're all looking like embarrassed. And right. Said, Shame on them. Absolutely yeah. disgusting. I'm yes. disgusted, you know. And, and I said, for you, I'm so, so sorry on behalf of the people in Branson that they don't get this. But, you know. I do. Yeah. And I love you for who you are. And thank you for a beautiful coffee, bless her. But, you know, it, it, it's really big in the United States. I didn't realize yeah. that I got here. Wow. You know, yes. racism is rife, you know, and it's not okay. You know, oh, I lived 11 years in South Africa. Uh, oh, and, gosh. And I, I left for two reasons. MCP, male chauvinism. Uh, just was just too much. And the other was apartheid. And I just yeah. couldn't take this uh, anymore, this repression. And I was constantly getting into trouble because I spoke to a black person, you know, that wasn't a servant. And, um, and it just was not for me anymore. I love South Africa. It's a beautiful country. Oh, it's gorgeous, but, yeah. But the politics at that time is just not something I could live with at all anymore. And I no. came to Canada, which is now 40 years. So um, I married a Chinese guy. So clearly, I mean, <laughs> for me, I, I don't see, I, I, you know, when you say to a person of color, I don't see color, they get offended. And the thing is, what I'm trying to say to them is, you could be polka dot, you could be uh, rainbow colors. The whole point is, I see your heart, I see your soul, I see your character. That yeah. is what I see first, not the casing. No, no, and, this, is, and this is just a vehicle, you know. It, absolutely. To navigate the third dimensional world, you know. Right. And, and I do understand that, you know, people of color, and I've just, I've just done three shows on it, um, interviewing black people on how frustrated they are and, and upset and everything else, which is 100% their right to be so the way they've been treated. But it's also to understand uh, whether you're black, whether you're yellow, whether you're brown, whether you're white, everybody's bringing a different dish to the table. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, it is to celebrate each other's dish, to celebrate each other's culture. But yeah. don't define yourself by that. Because no, you no, are absolutely. so much more inside, and it's the inside out that I love. <laughs> absolutely. Well, you know, it's like religion. I mean, it's all separation. Mm. You know, a lot of the teachers like, you know, Jesus, Buddha, they, they all talk about, you know, high vibration, unconditional love. Yeah. It's all the same thing. You know, why are we separating it? There's one God, in my opinion, many paths, and, you know, it, it, but, but separation, it's like, you know, with, with um, politics, you know, it's all yes. about separation again. There's only one you know, group of people running this whole planet. Yes. Left them just don't matter, you know, who cares, you know. It's, it's, it's like so marketing, isn't it? Marketing different packages. It's the same biscuit <laughs> in the packet, but everybody's got a different packet of marketing it. And that's yeah. really We're doing what the it same is. thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it's, you know, I'm sure you've come across energy healers who become very guarded. You know, I've come across a lot of spiritual people who are very guarded. Oh, no, you can't tell anyone, or you can't do this, or you can't do that. And it's like, you're not in the flow if you're putting barriers in the way. 
if everything is you can't or you shouldn't do this you know because a lot of spiritualism has just become a new form of religion ways rather than allowing your spirit to go with the flow which is what it's really meant to do um so we're still very much in a learning curve and to heal with energy which I have been. Uh, it is absolutely beautiful. Um, and when you allow it to happen, you're just, you know, going to be so transformed. But there are still so many people, well, I want to see it. Well, do you see the radiation in your body when you allow them to put it in you? Exactly. Right, you know? <laughs> well, banana uh, bots. Well, you can't see them either. They're yeah. to the minus fine small, and they're, they're all in, everyone, you know. Right. It's, it is a matter of, again, surrender, isn't it? When you are open up to that energy and say, I allow you to heal me. I am blessed yeah. for your healing. Now it has that permission to go in and do its work. But this whole thing of prove it, prove it, prove it. Well, you say there's a God that you worship at church, whatever church it is, or whatever faith you are every week, but you don't necessarily see him, but you'll fight to the death for him. Well, yeah, exactly. why, can't, why can't it be that God is in every single one of us? Because God is the universe, and we are made of the universe. And so we, God is within every single one of us, waiting to guide us when we are ready to walk with God's presence. Absolutely. Well, I find, you know, uh, in the sessions there, I would do about 25 sessions a day, one-to-one, you know. We have a group of uh, nine specialized groups where we speak to everybody. And then we do generic groups where we have four, five, six hundred people, plus on Facebook we have 2,000 people. You tend to find that, um, some, you know, there's a certain element of people, probably about five, six percent, who've ingested so much emotion in their life, you know. (sighs) It becomes a volcano. It's so stuck. They don't feel joy, don't feel numb. They certainly don't feel your healing. They just feel nothing. And it's, it's difficult to try and say, look, you know, it's going to take a little while to chisel that volcano to let the emotion out. But yeah. wow, when it does happen, it changes their lives, you know. And some people don't wait around. Oh, I'm done with it. So, you know, we ingest way too much emotion. I, um, I, was thinking, I, I call it, sorry, before you go there, just, uh, I call it the CNN effect. They are take a pimple and make it into a volcanic eruption. <laughs> right. Absolutely, yeah. And so, unfortunately, we buy that eruption we buy that volcano uh, and we don't realize that it's just really a tiny pimple it wasn't anything to get that worked up about but (laughs) sensationalism and it builds us up and we get tighter and tighter and tighter until we can't move anymore (laughs) (laughs) crazy and several thousand layers we're not built for that you know we're not built to ingest all this emotion from the news Mm -hmm. from the blah 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 we're not in you know built for the religion we're not built to ingest it from separation of you know everything you know and i think you know even the food and you know the air you know you've got chemtrails it's full of beryllium and nanoparticles you know i was i was thinking yesterday that wow you know really you know being in this world is not just like helping people wake up it's a battle to stay alive and keep yourself well you know it It really is and you have to work on yourself you know we have clients who just want to continue working on because they want to stay safe you know they want to stay well because if these nanoparticles go in your body one of the things about beryllia which is Lyme disease uh, it's almost the same as hrv so it blows up in the body beryllia is a sparky uh, if you ingest agrobacterium which is in gmo foods or vaccines what happens is it damages the dna and allows the stuff to replicate so it becomes Lyme disease uh, same with hrv not everyone gets aids it depends mm-hmm. whether you know it's robust or not but um 
But they've got a delivery system. Delivery systems, the particles, getting the Lyme disease in, and then the, the trigger is agrobacterium. So that's why it's becoming a pandemic. It's, I think it's one of the worst things on this planet. Um, you know, it's becoming crazy. And like I say, we, we, we deal with a lot of people every day. That's why we've got the protocol. Right. So, you know, they're, 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 they've got a cause, well, the delivery and then the trigger, you know, and not many people understand that, you know, it's, it's crazy. So it's a toxic world. And I think, you know, we need to keep working ourselves all the time. Now, um, I was born spiritual. I came to this planet many thousands of years ago to do this job. So it's, it's something I've done in every lifetime. Um, but I've, in this lifetime, always suffered from ill health. And I found an awful lot of other people that are here with their various modems of, of teaching, enlightening, uh, opening and everything else, also have that battle with health. And um, I always kind of felt it was a way to keep my energy down because I was a little too much for people. Um, yeah. What was your opinion on that? I think a lot of people do. I mean, um, certainly I think uh, it depends. If you're working, for example, myself, working a lot of people, I have issues with lymph nodes sometimes, and mm -hmm. it's just what I have, you know. Yeah. Uh, can, I, can I manage it? Can I, you know, discharge it? Yes, but, but I have to work on myself because I think, you know, because you're moving so much energy per day, you know, and 12 hours a day is a lot. Yes. You know, Mandy would say, when I finish, you know, I'm kind of, like you know, I'm driving home because, you know what, you're not here. And she yeah. wouldn't let me buy a motorcycle because she said, you're not capable of driving this because no. I can't drive one. I'm just not present enough, you know. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not in life either. But I love being between the two, you know. And we navigate it. Mm. But I think, I think you're right. You know, I think there's some things because of the toxicity and everything else. I think there's some things that you know you process, and because the energies and the things you're doing, I think it affects you maybe more than other people, you know. Yeah. And we also get, you know, a lot of people who love and light. I don't know what they call themselves, you know, in this spiritual community. You, well, I'm of service. They look really sick, you know. Well, I don't drink, don't smoke, don't have sex, don't, don't. Well, what do you do, you know? <laughs> We're also down here. you got to have some fun. Have yes. a few glasses of There's wine. There's a reason okay, to be in this body. You know? yeah, exactly. Drink the bottle of wine, have a nice Cabernet exactly. or something, you know. Exactly. I, mean, I, I believe in, you know, um, I, I believe in, like, you know, while you're down here, it, it, it's okay in moderation, you know. You're yes. okay to have a glass of wine. You're okay to go for a beer. Yes. And, and people get frightened. Well, I'm not going to tell anyone I drink beer. Well, I do. I'm going tonight, you know, to have yeah. a beer with my wife, you know, with somebody we're meeting in. Actually, it's called the Old English Inn just down the road in Hollister. <laughs> <laughs> it's never as far away, is it? <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, have some fun because, you know, we're not just here to serve and serve and serve. Right. Also, you've got to get out of it and have some fun, like you said right. before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, as a spiritual being, we're always in that energy. But the gift of the body is the touch, is the taste, is the being able to hold, is the being able to physically move, which oh, in yeah. energy, it doesn't have that definition. So this is, when you partner up with the body, you realize what a gift the human body can be and the experiences that you can have with it. As you said earlier, you may be a painter and, and the painting is your spirituality. Uh, look at music and how important it is and how music can touch our souls and how it can ignite our spirits and everything. Um, poets and writers, uh, even you know the acting world, the way it relates to us. Everybody has got that particular instrument, that particular gift. And the more that they immerse it into it, the more that it will ignite our heart, spirits and souls within us and we make a connection whether it's a human connection or a spiritual connection and it is a form of release or a form of, of embracement and it, we're here to 
experience life. So participate in your life. And I find there are so many people waiting for life to happen to them that they're not actually engaged in their own life. No, it happens a lot, especially with starsies, I think. I think people get lost to the point of suicide. I don't want to be here. What's the point? You know, I hear every single day, what's the point? Well, there's a point. You've got some gifts. You're a starseed. And, you know, one thing I always say as well, look, you got in God's queue. And you say, God, I'll volunteer. (laughs) And then you get down here. What was I thinking? You know, I always tell people, look, if you don't want to come down here, pretend you got diarrhea, go to the toilet, and don't come out until God said, yeah, we've got Levante. Oh, God, oh, oh never mind, next time. <laughs> but I, and there is... are many a times I wish I did that. <laughs> it yeah, is but... not easy being a spiritual being in a human body. <laughs> no, I'm opening that. <laughs> but I think, I'm an absolute door. I, I love it. I've got such a passion about life. I love helping people. But I think it's also important to stay on the periphery. I always give an analogy like, you know, humanity's in a swimming pool. They're pooing and weeing. Would you want to dive in that? Mm, probably no. not. So why don't we stay on the outside? You know, and if you yes. live on the periphery, it means you're detached from big corporate, you're detached from yes. big things. You know, you can stay in your own world. You can have your little community of probably about two people around you because, you know, you'll find that not many people resonate. And that's the thing. People say, yes. I'm losing all my friends. If you're losing your friends, they're not your friends. No. And new people come in and they'll hold the space for you. They'll love you for who you are. They're not going to suck the life out of you. And, you know, we have a great community like that. Right. And I think it's so important, you know, to be ready for change. Like you said before, change is going to come always. And mm-hmm. certainly in the people in your life, they'll, they might change completely. You know, you might not have one friend left. I find that with England, you know. Gone. Yes. Well, and I suddenly... mean, yeah, I can count on my hand how many good friends I can count on. And I've got a friend who, who I don't think she's ever listened to any one of my shows, doesn't quite get my spirituality but at the same time is my bestie is always there for me is always telling people about me so when i see them it's oh i hear this and i hear that and (laughs) it's okay we don't need to be on that same plane because she is that person that when i'm with her i'm I'm more earthy and i'm safe with her there is never any ridicule or never any question she is just that ball of love and and somebody else who's more spiritual and understands it and other people that are higher and so you friends take on um it's rather like the orchestra. Not everybody's going to have the solo. Uh, or, you know, and sometimes it just might be the triangle, but everybody's got a purpose there. And oh, when you've got that orchestra around you and, and they're all playing that music with you then, you, know, then it becomes beautifully encompassing. And you don't want to be around necessarily people with your same energy because you can fry yourselves. <laughs> well, you can actually. But I think all you need is people who hold the space for you and love you yeah. for who you are, you know, and... Uh, I mean, I've been out for lunches with uh, people who've been Southern Baptist. I remember a couple, and I was sitting there, well, what do you do for a living? Uh, well, I do healing. Well, what's that? Uh, well, you know, uh, we use sacred geometry, and we use, you know, uh, that beings, and, you know, the glaze over, and I can read minds, you know. I don't normally read it, but I thought, oh, I'll read the minds. Who, oh, they think I'm nuts, okay. And very quickly, well, we'll finish it. Right, we've got to go. Uh, lovely to see you. Bye. Pfft, gone. Yeah. I never saw them again. Right. <laughs> Which is okay, you know. Well, for, you know, your transition, you know, with the, with the building and the Bentley and everything else, you know, I had invested in, in a new electric motor with somebody who actually channels um, uh, Pascal Factual and, and various other things. He's a channeler and uh, a genius. And, and most certainly I was there to 
to safeguard his energy as he channeled all of this knowledge and he created this new um, motor and everybody kind of was like blown away by what it could do because it was not meant to be able to do it mathematically and yet here it was but we got caught up with the 2008 uh, crash and everything else and then we got hooked up with some people who stole it and the whole world came crashing down and he is now working with Microsoft and artificial intelligence and I found my path along this way and it's like you go why you know because I became bankrupt I lived out of the car I lost everything and you can't recoup that afterwards not to the same extent and but I'm on the path <laughs> where I'm meant to be and he's on his path where we're meant to be. But oh, yeah. sometimes you think, well, you know, I know nothing about electric engines or anything like this. I just knew I had to support him financially mm -hmm. in every way for him to do it. And the, the, the motor worked, but how the motor worked in its quantumness is what he then took into the other project. So, yeah. you know, sometimes we look at our paths and they go, but why didn't that happen? I put everything into it. No, that was there to teach you X, Y, and Z. <laughs> and for you to now apply it to what you're really meant to do, which oh, yes. you wouldn't have understood had you not done that first. Yeah, but I think also bankruptcy, A, you know, you lose, you know, you lose all the things against, you know, you're not interested in stuff anymore. And I think B, it gives you this inner strength. Once, once it happens and, you know, my father's an accountant. Well, how embarrassing that you've gone bankrupt and I'm an accountant. Oh, well, <laughs> no man, don't worry about it. And I've always, you know, when I was doing a degree, so you're too thick to get a degree because I've got severe dyslexia. So I got a degree because I'm doing it. Masters, too thick to get a master. Oh, I'm getting one of those as well. And, you know, I kept going, doing the things that he told me I was too thick to do. And he's actually come around now. He's 86. So, you know, he's coming to the end of his life. But I think, uh, I think it is, you know, it does get you really strong. I mean, I'm really yeah. strong. And, and I think, although I'm an empath, I don't worry about what people think. And you should never, you know, that goes for you guys out there. Never worry about what people think. As long as you know you're a good person, you're doing your best. Yes. You know, because there's going to be people who don't like you. And, yes. and that's okay, you know. And people will pass you. judgment on you and everything else. The whole thing is, um, I, I'm, I am a, a core person. If it doesn't go with my core, I can't do it. I physically cannot do it if my core is against it. And, yeah. you know, the thing is, if you get people with that judgment around you, it is... Um, very often it's a reflection of the judgment they feel on themselves. Oh, it and, is, yeah. And I've had many a person, especially when we were doing that business, we would be talking to investors and highfalutin people, and they would be busy talking, 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 and doing their thing, and suddenly look at me and go, oh, you see me, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I, I, that facade, I'm not buying any of it. I can see the little boy inside. <laughs> you know? So it didn't make me too popular, I'm afraid. <laughs> No, I've not been too popular, but but I don't care. You know, no. the only thing I think one thing I think you've got to be is authentic, authentic you. You know, I've had people say, yes. "Why don't you do glitzy videos?" You know, and all this. You don't need that. All you have to do is because when you get information, it's right there. It's no spotting like you know, header and a footer. Just be yourself, and you know, present it, and it'll go out because they can see you authentic. It, it's the feeling of the energy you know if you have to do the glitz and glamour you're attracting the wrong people yeah you know exactly. um, my site is the same site i've had for seven years i have a um i've tidied it up and it's always been you know added to but it isn't one of these modern sites you know and it's like it is filled with 2500 wonderful shows of information just ready for your clicking I call it the orchard of wisdom click uh, um, library and 
it's filled with love. And if you're ready to place that love upon yourself and take that journey and listen to other people who can guide you with wisdom, with knowledge, with skills, and with tools in your self-discovery, then you will ignite that love of self within you because you can't do anything until that love is within you for you, uh, for you to spend on other people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there is, you know, there's a lot of manipulation around as well with these yeah. entities and things. And I think, you know, I've had a lot of people say, well, you know, if you tell us about them, then we're going to track them in. No, uh, you know, it's my opinion, again, that you've got to understand what they do. Like, anarchy, what do they do? They attach you, they hang on the shoulders, they bet your shoulders, they crash your, um, they crash your intestines and the end of the case down, so you get problems with that, IBS and things like that. They crash your kidneys, so you're exhausted. They crash your liver, so you get headaches. Oh, that sounded like fibromyalgia, that daft name for, I don't know what's wrong with you, but here's some tablets, you know. And the same with draconians, the same with, you know, um, luciferians, things like that. They exist, and the problem is when, when you're not paying attention, you're not keeping them out, they can attach to you if your vibration's lower than, you know, yeah. at their level. And, you know, one of the biggest things I tell people is, you know, my job is to help you get to a vibration level where you're leaping out of bed in the morning going, oh, my God, I feel incredible. And you're ready to take on your gifts. You're ready to take on the world. Let's do it, you know. But most people are just exhausted. Like, oh, I've got no energy. And I feel blur. When I eat, I get bloaty. Well, let's get your body balanced. So you're ready to do it, you know. Uh, and I think that's so important. And once you raise your vibration above these things, they can't get to you because you're like a brick wall. Right. So okay, It's just the same with, um, you know, the... Uh, as a spiritual counselor, I used to kind of what I say, go down to the third dimensional people and help them rise up. But all they wanted to do is pull me down. And so yeah. I had to detach myself and basically be that beacon of light of that you are wanting to rise up to meet me. You've got to at least meet me on that fourth dimensional level because now I know you are really earnest about wanting to change and, and take the path forward. Uh, for me now, I really more support the people doing that work than doing the work myself. And I wanted to heal everyone, I wanted to fix everyone. And you can't do that until they're willing to do it for themselves, because all you are are guides um, and yeah. energy, giving them the energy they need to apply to themselves. And uh, I found it very frustrating for quite a while <laughs> until I realized, no, just be who you are at your own level of energy, at your own light. And those that are ready to see and ready to hear will come. What did they say? When you're ready, the teacher will be there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it happens with us as well. I've, yes. I've had so many people say, wow, your website just came in my browser for no reason at all. I didn't even touch the computer. You know, mm -hmm. so that's a sign from God and it happens. You know. Yes. You know, yes. and I get the opposite where I had a lady uh, a while back who was going to do the protocol and um, we sent her an email for the start, you know, tomorrow, which is the Friday. We start the protocol off and we got this thing like, you guys are liars in the, you mm. thought, oh, wow. She never got the email. And yet I looked at Google, it was sent at 319, never got the email, which means that God was saying, no, you don't mm -hmm. need to on the protocol. And that's right. okay. So, so we refunded her, called it a day, you know, yes. so. These things happen in divine yes. alignment. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, they do. And, and when people are ready to receive and open, and the thing is, I'm, people say, what's the one advice you would give people? Get out of your head. Yeah, that's right. right? Yeah. <laughs> your soul, your heart, your spirit all have their own intellect. Mm. Right? When they're in sync, 
when when the soul has spoken to the heart and the heart is in resonance and goes to the spirit in action the mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it yeah exactly but if you're only in your head it is the what if and the but 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 yeah, sit but on your butt i can't i can't but, but yeah. yeah yeah and it's interesting actually because i think you know it's very hard if you're in your head it's very hard to meditate because you're not going to let your mind go no and I think, you know, I, I taught myself that a long time ago, but just by releasing, relaxing, and, okay, God, I'm ready. And, you know, like I say, six hours, nothing happened. Another six hours, nothing happened. It's going to take a while. But, but if you've got the dedication, you know, uh, you know that your starseed family, if you are a starseed, connect with them because they're going to give you all the gifts. They're going to show you how the gift works. They're going to mm -hmm. do the downloads. That's your starseed family. And I think, you know, that's, that's my biggest thing. Your gift is your gift. You can't learn it from somebody else. It, it's just a natural thing, you know. So It always fascinates me, the people who were given the gift mostly of channeling and, and the background that they came from. A lot of engineers or um, aerodynamics. Um, it, it's quite interesting, you know, the, the, they were very kind of what I call green in the personality of, of very engineerial, you know. Uh, and then here they've been given this gift of now where they have to step out of themselves and allow channeling to come through them. You're doing that with the energy. And, uh, and, and it, you know, becomes something that they initially fought, uh, where you embraced it, but they initially fought until they realized, can't fight this anymore, got to go with it. And, and they're now actually in their purpose, right? Uh, and sometimes a lot of people are afraid why what's knocking on their door. Yeah, you know, no, and, no. and uh, it can be because it's so completely far out, man, you know, that it's it is true, hard true. to adjust to. So, it's but true. don't be afraid, allow, you know, allow. And again, as you said, if your uh, frequency and your vibration is at a higher presence, you don't need to worry about anything um, evil or wrong or uh, entity coming into your body. It's when it happens when, it, when you're very low down. That's yeah. why with any form of disease, your body is out of sync. Right, and that's when things start breaking down, and that's when you become more susceptible to anything. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's why you know we develop loads <coughs> of skills that prayers, which are basically maps of intent to help. Whilst people are healing, whilst they're raising their vibration, you need to protect yourself from this stuff so it doesn't reattach. Otherwise, it'll drag you back down again. Yes. So I think a lot of people don't get that, you know. And and I remember uh, the prayer protection we've got, which is you know it basically put a sphere of ultimate dimensional unconditional love around you. To protect you from any negative entities, fractals thereof, manipulations and transmissional frequencies that are not for your highest good. When I first produced that, we used to have to say, they said, well, one, twice a day, maybe, or once a day. Then it went to twice a day. Then it went to every four hours. Now they're saying, because the entities are evolving so quickly that you have to kind of do that every two hours, otherwise they evolve. And you say a map of intent, like, protect me right now. If they evolve into something slightly different, you're not protected from that evolving. Right. So they've been very, very clever in trying to get ahead of these prayers, but, you know, we've, we've kept up with them, don't worry. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's so important to keep them out, you know, whilst, yes. whilst you're healing, you know. Yes, yes. I mean, I've, I've certainly been subject to that. Um, when I was too much of a dabbler, without a protector, and um, opened up some doors I shouldn't have, and had experiences that I don't recommend to anyone. <laughs> so, but a learning curve, a learning curve. Um, I think when, you know, a lot of people think, of course, when you, you know, TV, movies, or anything, they always look at spirituality as a kumbaya and a cult and it's evil, right? So, um, and they don't realize that this is one of the beautiful things about scientists that I've, I've interviewed is 
and I have one particular show genre called Quantum Spirituality, and where they realize that um, people who live on this higher frequency, this higher vibration of love, uh, which we kind of call spirituality, um, that you're resonating at this particular hertz, this particular frequency, that yeah. they can now measure and they realize that that is more beneficial and it's a state of being, a state of energy that you're living in. So they're beginning to understand it more and that it's not all just a kumbaya thing. So have you found maybe uh, that um, people are accepting the work that you do more openly than before? I do actually, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I've been doing this ministry, what, for 40, well, uh, yeah, about uh, 2011. So it's about 2010 I started it. And, you know, it's a 501c3. And I think, you know, over the period of time, people are more accepting. Before, they thought it was a bit wacky and everything else. Mm. Now people, especially, I think, with this COVID nonsense, because it's all blah, blah, blah. But I think people are wondering, well, what the heck's going on? I need some help here because... It, it must be very difficult in a third-dimensional world when you're not up at this level to be able to navigate this world when you've just been, like, fired from your job, you go home, mm. you know, the government's giving you money, uh, there's no toilet rolls, there's, you know, all the shops are closed, you can't get a beer, and, you know, suddenly you're home, and, you know, it's difficult to navigate. What on earth is going on in this world, you know, for such, what I call such little, uh, you know, small cases, small amount of cases, compared with the flu you know and why are we shutting down the world I, I don't understand but but i think um you know it has shifted people especially now i mean you know in covid time when it first started we got really busy like exponentially yes. and we're still busy you know we're always yeah. busy so it's been incredible uh, i actually kind of look upon this covid thing in many ways i'm, I'm always given sayings um and the saying i was given about three years ago, two and a half, three years ago, is that the universe is going to shake us up, to wake us up for us to step up and change it up. And that something was going to happen in 2020 that would help unite the world. And I think, you know, this COVID thing is it. Has there ever been anything that shut down the whole world at the same time? <laughs> no. You know, and it, <laughs> it has been, it's been the gift of time of, of reviewing and renewing and, uh, and deciding what we feed and what we don't. You know, uh, it's been a great time for redirection, uh, some of it forced. And some of it, um, well, you know, I don't want to go back to that job. I hated it anyway. Um, yeah. It's certainly been a shift in where business is done now. And it's been a shift on what's important and who's important. Where, yeah. you know, our garbage work workers and everything else were just treated as crap. And now they're being treated as, as heroes. And, yeah. you know, it's, uh, and now, of course, even with, you know, with the, um, uh, Black Lives Matter, you know, is now another energy thing that is happening out there. And I think what we're seeing is an elevation, most certainly, where people do not want to live in this negative vibration all the time, which they have been bombarded with for the last four years. Oh, and, yeah. and they want to rise up and they want to get to a place where they can feel love has a chance and love is a beautiful energy isn't it, it it's beautiful <clears throat> i always say you know people always get worried about money when they're doing the spiritual you know money goes where love goes if you actually mm. forget about the money and forget about everything else just do your gift you know and, and don't ever worry about it. you'll always get blessed it might not be thousands of thousands of dollars but it'll always be enough you know yes. always yes and i've proved that to myself and you know it's 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 incredible, and I thank God. Like you said, you know, I think gratitude. I mean, I know there's some teachings out there. Well, get a gratitude stone. Okay, God, look, you got five minutes. I'm grateful for my. <laughs> yes. Oh, four minutes left. Um, 
let's think, uh, food, blah, blah, blah. Right, we're done. God, we're done. It, it's not like that, you know. The Amazon delivery, gratitude. right? <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, we're done. You know, <laughs> that's the end of my gratitude. Right, God, yeah. we're done. I'll see you later. And it doesn't work like that. No. It's a way of life, you know. Yes. And, and I think it's part of surrender. It's part of the gratitude. I thank God, like, you know, multiple times, wow, you know, this building that we're in at the moment is 4,000 square feet. It's on five acres in Missouri. Uh, it's a ministry building. It's owned by the ministry, you know, the 51C3, which is now called the Global Enlightenment Project. You know, we bought it last year and, you know, I thank God for it because it's such a, it's in a community, of course, but it's on its own because mm-hmm. it's got five acres, but it's such a beautiful place to work. I thank God for it every day because doing this work, you have to be in alignment and yes. you have to be peaceful where you are. It's so important. I can't go in a corporate building, you know, I don't do well no. in corporate buildings. No. You've got to be in a beautiful, tranquil place, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you are doing what you are meant to do, what you were designed to do, what brings you love, it doesn't matter what state of being you're in, you step into it and all the energy you need is there. Oh, it is, yeah. And people think it's all money. It's not. It's no. buildings. It's, it's, you know, we need a tractor to mow the lawn because it's huge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, name it, you need it, but it's, yeah. it's things that you need to to make things happen and right you know, people always put it about money but it's not necessarily money someone could give you a building and say wow look i've got this spare house you can have it you know for your healing practice or you know you can have this car because you need to get around you know it's amazing yeah exactly i mean when people i mean how many people have you come across in life that are mega mega rich but entirely heart and soul and spirit poor oh i came across uh, I can't tell you they are, but I came across somebody who's uh, billionaires, and they came and um, they had Lyme disease. So, mm-hmm. so I said, well, two ways of doing it. You know, you, you can do twice a week for one year, one month for every year you've had it. That's the old protocol. So it would take about a year, twelve months. And you know what? They're billionaires. We want a discount. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want twenty dollars off your bill. I, I said, I don't do discounts. Look, you know, the board set the rate at what these are. You know, if you want to go on the generic groups, you can. But I really suggest that with Lyme disease, you have one-to-one sessions. They went away, wouldn't do it, you know, because know. it's all about the dollar. Yes, and I, I know. Thought, but it's a, good, it's a good test, actually, to see mm. how, how you surrender because money doesn't actually matter, you know. I mean, I pay people. We have leaders working for the ministry all the time because I check into things. We're doing a huge project, which is probably going to cost anything between 50 and $100 billion dollars. It's probably the biggest spiritual project that the kills that beings have ever done on this planet. It's building 20,000 acres. We're going to create a town. We're going to have uh, mm. meditation gardens, all the things, you know, herb, tea shops, uh, crystal shops, everything else. But the pyramids have been built off planet, and they're the biggest thing that you know I'm concerned about is getting the land so we can actually get those down here. So, uh, And that's happening. The first pyramid arrives next year. So where's the money come from? Well, you know, uh, it's not for me but, well it is for me but it's god stuff you know so. yes yes i mean that actual you know a village and place to have all of that that is something i've envisioned myself for the last 20 years you know a place that people can come to a sanctuary and a place where they can go through whatever they need to go through me at modem to to discover themselves and then take that beautiful energy back out into the world oh yeah, yeah you absolutely. know what we're going to call it the new garden of eden mm. But it's but but the actual pyramids have been built for the last um, 
800 years, you know, they're being built and they're not here. You know, they're, they're going to be brought here. So they'll just appear one morning and people, wow. And I think it's really good because it's going to give people some hope that, wow, there is a God and there is yeah. divine stuff because you can't build a pyramid that big in one night. It's just impossible. Right. <laughs> yeah, I did, a, I did a wonderful show with a guy, uh, Sam, on the Bosnian Pyramid. And it's the largest uh, pyramid out there. And uh, they have discovered like a thousand pyramids and, and what they really are and what they really were strategically placed around the world as energy beams to actually energize the whole world. And uh, the water in there, the air in there, it's so healing and what they're learning from it. The Russians have actually copied the dimensions of it and made that um, in the same configuration and, and monitoring what's going on in there and things are growing much more abundantly. That's the thing is we lost our way along the way didn't we when oh, yeah. power and money all. and 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 uh, control you know took over and and we stopped the the free spirit from flowing and being creative and uh, yeah. you know that's where it comes from it doesn't come from restriction it comes from fluidity well these pyramids are going to be the same they'll be on the fibonacci curve but the final pyramid will be on a ley line you know just outside uh mm. well it's about an hour away from grantson so you know they'll be placed strategically to align with the stars so I think it's a really exciting project. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. It, it, because the the problem is the ley lines shift. I don't really know that, but like Giza, you know, they're off the ley lines. They used to be on them, but mm. everything shifts in the world. So these will be put on the ley lines, and you know, uh, there'll be powerhouses to power and amp up the, the planet again. You know, it'll be right. really exciting. Yeah, we're we're uh, going that way, aren't we? Which is wonderful. Oh yeah. And. Again, I did a wonderful series, Let's Get Synced, and it was interviewing an awful lot of people from around the world where it was changing the emotional climate around climate change. Yeah. And the people that would go in and work with businesses where let's put people and planet before profit. And uh, working in business, working in governments, working everywhere else is that when you invest in the people and you invest in the planet, the abundance will follow. Oh, it's, not, it's not the profit at the expense of people and planet, which is the way we have been for the last 40, 50 years, or maybe longer, but definitely you know, opulently in the last 40, 50 years. So it's an exciting time. And if people oh, would just open up their minds, open up their hearts, open up their souls and spirits and, <laughs> and allow, oh my goodness, what is waiting for you is, is extraordinary. It's phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we're doing a ceremony, uh, I think on the 13th, if anyone wants to join it. It's basically um, looking at all the things that are going on, the not-so-good things, you know, mm -hmm. satanic things and child trafficking and everything else. Uh, and yes. what we're doing is we went through the whole thing last time. It took us an hour and 45 minutes. People were blown away by it because it was a McHugh's death thing. And what, basically what we're doing is going through each faction, like, okay, those. Anyone uh, named or named, you know, including, you know, Gates Foundation, this, that. Uh, bring them before God for justice because I believe that the satanic stuff is so south that I think it needs God intervention and one yeah. of the instruments down here is that we're meant to okay God let's pull you guys from the ethers and let's bring it down here and let's do something about it otherwise in the third dimensional world they can't because it's free yeah. will yeah. so it's so important so if anyone wants to join that we had 567 last time 930 registered it's on zoom it's, it's on the website if anyone wants to join them and what is the website love? Uh, it's a uh, basically globalenlightenmentproject.com. Okay, so, globalenlightenmentproject.com. Yeah, enlightenment. Enlightenment. <laughs> yeah, I don't pronounce it very well. Sorry. That's <laughs> okay. And if people, you know, want to have whether you call it a cleansing or a healing, um, how do they go about it? Yeah, there's there's a thing on the website. Um, 
the, you can just go to globalenlightenmentproject.com and send us a message to the website, or you can email, you know, the, the Global Enlightenment Project is, is basically a project of Christopher Macklin Ministry. So if you want to uh, send us an email, you can send an email to info at Christopher Macklin, M-A-C-K-L-I-N, ministries.com. Uh, or just go to the website and send us a, a message through there, and uh, you know we'd, we'd love to help. You know, anything we can help with, we'd love to. Right, and and it's for the people who basically just say, "I'm I'm yours. I'm I'm open. I'm ready to receive." You cannot go in there with a prove it. Well, I don't know if I believe in this because you've shut down. You know, you have yeah. to be willing to open up so for you to go in with that energy and help realign and and heal because you can't do that on a closed vessel. Well, I've, I've found sometimes, you know, people, you know, when they get really sick, like, for example, I had a lady with uh, breast cancer. The, the, the tumor was way bigger than the breast. Couldn't see the breast. You know, what do I do? Try chemo. Try it. didn't work, you know. And eventually, you know, they almost, it's almost like last year, so may, let's surrender. Let's just do it, you know, because, you know, otherwise I'm going to die. Right. And, you know, sometimes they surrender enough that, you know, that lady now lives, you know, the tumor's disappeared. It's about 94% gone. Mm. and now can now see a breast apparently you know i mean i haven't seen it but obviously she can see it and you know she's she's feeling amazing like wow you know and we're releasing the emotion we're killing off the uh you know pathogen infection that caused the mutation of the cells and we're using an energy i've got an energy called space-time continuum energy it's very electrostatic and what it does is it breaks down the molecular structure of tumors to be down for the body so uh when you apply it it starts to tighten off it's like a burning sensation but it breaks it down, and then the McCule's that beans can go in and drain it because it gets soft. It, it, it mm. drains it to the lymphatic system. So that's worked really well, you know. Um, so, yeah, if anyone wants any healing, please, please feel free. Yes. We're here for you. Yeah, you know, I come from a family of, of heart disease and cancer. Uh, my sister's a miracle. I mean, everything that's wrong with her and the fact that she's still alive, it's just unbelievable. Um yeah, I lost my dad. Today actually would have been his 100th birthday, but wow. he died at 45 uh, of oh, a heart wow. attack. And uh, yeah, it's, for me, it's always, I've, I'm not going down that path. Instead, they gave me the fibromyalgia, but I'm not going down that path. Um, and yeah. it's, and it, yeah, <laughs> they gave me that instead. So. You've got fibro oh, by the way, well, what is it? I don't know, but here's some tablets. And yeah, okay. I won't take the tablets. No, no, no. <laughs> I just manage it with, with nutrients and positive thinking. You know, partner with it. Like, okay, you're tired today. All right, rest. And other days, work with me. So I just find my path with it. Uh, as I said, I think it was given to me to just keep my energy down a wee bit uh, because I was a little bit too too much uh, in the beginning there. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's the thing. Please be open to it. Please be open to it. This is not witchcraft. It's not black magic. It's not any of that. It is God's work who has chosen certain people to open up and heal because that's the gift that he gave you to give the gift of healing to others. Absolutely. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> Bless your heart. Thank you so much for sharing with us here today. It's oh, been an well, absolute thanks. delight. And um, as I said, please, people, go back to the posting on here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. It's under Ignite Your Heart and Soul genre. Otherwise, just simply put in his name, Christopher Macklin, and you will see his posting because there's a lot that he writes about in there and reach out to him. You know, it just, just might be one of those journeys. You say, I'm going to take this leap in faith and I'm going to go there, blind, deaf, and dumb in order to see, hear, and feel and just experience what 
what is to be experienced. Don't deny yourself that feeling because when you do experience it, your life will transcend altogether. So thank you so much, Christopher. It's been oh, a delight. Thanks, Sarah. Bless your heart. Thank you for having me. Until next time, folks, remember, please take time to invest in yourself. You'll be grateful you did. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.